Three, two, one, go. We're live. This is Retrace segment number 79 for Monday, December 12th, 2022 at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Retrace is about what's going on out there. The short answer to that is computer control. The long answer begins with what we're going to talk about today. Segment number one, re one, re one through five, actually. Retrace is a constructive podcast. I don't know if I've ever made that explicit, but you can see we're doing a lot of things behind the scenes, mainly in the form of the notes. That would be sort of over and above your average podcaster. Thank you. Wait, I feel that pat on the back. I like it. Very good. Uh, But there's more to do than just the notes segment by segment. We have to, we have to have a transformer architecture. My understanding of a transformer architecture and attention or self-attention in artificial intelligence is that you sort of, instead of linear inputs one after another to the system, you can pivot and look at sort of a two-dimensional surface it's or that's the analogy you should think of and that way you can assign importance to different inputs in in a, a percept space instead of taking them one at a time and processing them linearly but i don't know i haven't really dug into it but that's so we need attention we need to be able to look at things from the side you can't say retrace is a constructive podcast and in order to construct or to benefit from the construction you should start at segment number one nobody's going to start at segment number one only the diehards i love you people i know you're out there i would be one i think i hope but i know most people are not the diehards you need to pivot and see the whole thing so we're going to do as we've done a couple of times now for the recent um artificial intelligence stuff the technical stuff we're gonna do a recap so today's recap is uh on strategic intelligence it's this term i keep using i it means in the short version of what it means when we use it here is um, espionage, counter-espionage, and covert action. Spy stuff is the even shorter version of it. But there's a lot that goes into it. The way I'm thinking about it right now is that if 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 our science, if in artificial intelligence, if our science is, uh, or if our phenomenon is the intelligent agent or intelligent agents, then in strategic intelligence, our phenomenon is intelligent intelligence agents intelligence agents is the way you'd say it in english so you know spies but then it's not spies it's not just cloak and dagger stuff like there's so much that goes into spying and there's so much that's motivating it it's just it's just not anyway it's a phenomenon it's it should be treated as scientifically as we can as outsiders and as rational people empiricists we'll get into that in a second so that's what we're going to do let's dive right in um the basis of the discussion today will be the five sheets of notes or five uh, documents of notes for the first five segments, but it's all collected in the notes for this segment, Re79. Um, as you can see here, just sort of like abstracts from each one. All the other thing I wanted to say. So Retrace is a constructive podcast. Uh, our point of departure was the concept of intelligence and um, that the first direction that that seemed to go, direction, gradient, slope, was... Uh, strategic intelligence, and then we did our artificial and then natural to sort of cover the three kinds of intelligence that we identified. But it, the, even before retrace was a thing, when we were doing the, the precursors to this, and ever since it's been a thing, and now that it, you know, it's taken the direction that it's taken, the gradient, our gradient, we just finished gradient descent. If you don't know what a gradient is, go back and read some of the, maybe read the, 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 the latest, what, re78 was the one that summarizes the whole thing. This, the slope, the, the, I'd say, I'd say ours is we want to go. We want to do gradient ascent, um, but it's the, the direction to go has been toward technical artificial intelligence. That our gradient, like, we feel that we've 
both felt that for the longest time, but we didn't know exactly how to get there or what, or whether we were right about that feeling until, you know, in the last maybe a few weeks. Um, it's this, it, it starts with intelligence as such takes, you know, paths through natural, artificial and strategic, uh, artificial and natural, and then kind of weaves around and eventually arrives at technical artificial where we're at now. We got to see all that. That's what's happening. We're going to do some recaps. Okay. Oh, and also this is the, sorry, the December to Remember Math and Code event. We're not stopping that. We're just trying to pile this on top. Of it. We got a lot of things to do before January. Okay. This is the thing, the recaps and the ma- December to Remember Math and Code event. All right. Shut up. Just go to work. Jeez. All right. Um, so it starts with segment number one. Uh, this we sort of lay out the idea that there seem to be three different kinds of intelligence, um, and you know what is knowledge. Russell uh, talks about the the power and the weaknesses of empiricism. It's the best system. It's like democracy. It's the it's the worst system except for all the others. Um, we talk about what retra- retrace is, just who we are. We're independent. We're we want to do a certain kind of work. What's going on out there is the question, and the work we do is the answer or the re- response. Three kinds of intelligence, natural, what animals, humans, and groups of humans have, or what they do that makes them different from their surroundings, artificial, whatever it is that makes certain machines and computers seem to know things and to act like they know things, and then strategic intelligence is what we're calling it, uh, you know, espionage, counter-espionage, and covert action, and then we give some justification for that. Um, On natural intelligence, we quote O'Shea on neurons and how... Uh, it's a, the astonishing conclusion from comparative studies is that the evolution of our brains capable of such extraordinary feats did not require the evolution of super neurons. Uh, the basic cellular components of mental functions are pretty much the same in all animals, the humble and the human. Uh, then we quote, oh, was it von Neumann? Who is it? No, it's uh, Churchlands, the Churchlands, um, that they're talking about the speed of processing in non-electronic, or, you know, electronic brains as opposed to uh, biological brains, and that you know the the, the speed is just fantastically uh, higher in in electronic brains, and that intelligence clearly has an interesting future. In strategic intelligence, we quote Neil Ferguson on the Rothschilds and how they had networks upon networks upon networks of co-op- collaborators and information passers and and getters, and then we talk about the hazards. So let's let's talk about the hazards. So so when you get into the th- the third kind, strategic intelligence. Um, the or if it's the third kind, the 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 hazard that's most the, the hazards are just basically like the wacky stuff, like wild conspiracy theories, UFOs. What was the other thing I said here? ESP. The sort of stuff that ruins your reputation if you come across as like taking anything credulously when you should be a bit more or a lot more skeptical. Um, so obviously. Hopefully, obviously, we're not that. Like we can, we're, we're an organization. Uh, if we, you know, a two-person organization, we can take this stuff very seriously without collapsing into any craziness. Um, but that's very important to remember: is you're you're on very dangerous ground, and people you'll, you'll encounter people who make mistakes, um, who go too far. You got to kind of be generous with those people. Um, is my experience because it's just it's hard to learn to think about such difficult things. Where it's so easy to just lose your standards and get excited about something. Um, and then also another good reason to take this stuff head on is because it's a good test of your metal and it provides a lot of reminders about the limitations and, and, and what really makes for good thinking and, and bad thinking. What is knowledge? Uh, you know, it's, uh, Russell put it, the, it's a matter of degree and we cannot say what degree of doubtfulness makes it cease to be knowledge any more than we can say how much loss of hair makes a man bald. Evidence, what's evidence? It's just, again, a matter of degree and uh and and maybe the 
idea of subjective probability is is the most important idea. Fallacies, Hamblin, what are fallacies? They are um, uh, argument, uh, the expression of an argument that seems valid but is not. That's important to remember. What are the two major kinds of arguments, uh, fallacies? Generalizing from incomplete information and overlooking alternatives. That's a really, really useful way. Just I, that's not usually how I say it to myself. It's usually like um, reasoning from too little information and failure to consider alternatives. I think he said it that way in a different edition, but that's not the edition that I use. So somehow that one's the, the later edition stuck in my head. Secrets likely and unlikely. Okay, we're getting into the strategic intelligence thing here. We just have to distinguish between the you know secrets like the development of a spy plane or a nuclear weapon, which we know retrospectively were likely secrets. They were happening because we confirmed them later. Um, and then there are unlikely secrets like underground bases with aliens in them or crashed spaceship at Roswell or whatever, uh, or, or, you know, ESP powers or, or whatever. Um, it's just, it's, it's important to distinguish between those two and, and that there's nothing in particular that puts the unlikely secrets out of the realm of possibility. They just, they just become very low in the, uh, in the space of probability. Possibility is not the same as probability. The price of information, uh, we use this idea a lot, the idea from uh, Jacques Vallée uh, that uh, he's talking to this Major Murphy, which is a pseudonym in his uh, Messengers of Deception. And uh, let me just, I'm not going to look at the notes, explain this directly, it's easier. Um, if you're trying to study an intelligence that's trying to evade being studied or being detected, um, you you're not you can't do science on that. Science assumes sort of a passivity or a neutrality of nature. Nature can't be trying to avoid the work of a scientist because they don't take any measures to um, get it. You know, we don't we don't try to prevent. Um, or, or at least unless we're dealing with intelligent creatures, you do science on a lion, you have to know how to operate in the, in the, in the lion's domain and not get eaten and also not just waste your time uh, chasing something that's hiding from you or, or, or waiting for something that knows how to hide from you. We have to think of um, unlikely secrets like the possibility of, of otherworldly life um, and and the possibility, all all things really that could slide over into the realm of strategic intelligence, we have to think of those as intelligence problems, not scientific problems. You can't study Russian espionage scientifically. You have to study it using intelligence methods, not scientific methods. I hope that makes sense, but uh, I realize it's it's kind of a it's a subtle distinction. Okay, and then intelligence and warfare is as old as Sun Tzu. Okay, we gotta go to read two here now. So the other thing is um. So, and that's re-segment one, we, point of departure, three kinds of intelligence focused on, started immediately focusing on strategic, strategic intelligence. Read two through five, we used Alan Dulles, the CIA director, a second, second CIA director, but you know, almost a decade. He was like sort of the founding father of the CIA. Um, we used his uh, book, geez, what is it called? Um, the craft of intelligence, and then the chapter um, security, chapter fifteen, security in a free society, uh, as as sort of like the the organizing document to for our examination of the phenomenon of strategic intelligence. So remember, just always think when we're when we're working on strategic intelligence or talking about it, it's a phenomenon. The way that intelligence itself is, natural intelligence is, artificial intelligence is, strategic intelligence is a phenomenon as well. You can have opinions about it, you can have beliefs about it, you can read the history books and think you're, you're getting the truth or that it's all lies, but it's a phenomenon just like the other two kinds are a phenomenon. And so just at the in, in the Reef 5, I finally put together sort of a recap of uh, his chapter. So let me just, as our 
as our point or as, as our backbone to this, the basic problem, and this is just chapter 15 of Dulles' Craft of Intelligence, uh, free people want to be free to talk and know as much as they can, but too much of either can be dangerous to them. It's wasteful to spend money on keeping our secrets while also spending money on revealing them. And there are four major sub-problems, giveaways, careless leaks, contrived leaks, and betrayals. Um, our founding documents seem to make it impossible to fix this, but Dulles thinks we can improve the situation without breaking our founding documents. Have lots of frank, frank discussions. Don't publicize superfluous military details. Don't make prosecution of espionage cases so difficult. Enact something like the British D-notice system, uh, which is, I think, a thing that they use to, to silence journalists from publishing certain things. And improve our vetting of personnel. Make more things secret because we can... We can and do keep secrets and be more careful with our overseas installations. And openness is an inherent weakness in our free societies for which we must compensate. Okay, so that's Dulles's chapter 15, and that's the backbone of our examinations from RE2 through RE5. So the first one, re, uh, tell people, tell foes on, on Dulles, evidence, trust, is and ought, and capacities. Um, it's hard to know what to believe about Alan Dulles. Oh, yeah, I did a whole thing on, like, what what about him? You know, was he this great patriot? Was he the, you know, the organizer of the assassination of Kennedy? You know, we'll never know for sure. Um, a lot of people think both things. They're not incompatible. I don't think, well, I think, wait, hang on a second. Okay, I think I just said that the assassin, the secret, the, the conspiracy to assassinate Kennedy might have been patriotic. That's not what I meant. <laughs> All I'm saying is, um, what am I saying? I don't know. Like, I've done a lot of reading on this guy. I, did, I, I read the whole spectrum on him, and he seems to be a real key figure in all this. I know a lot more about him than I should, um, and I just don't know if he, if, he, if he had anything to do with the assassination, and if he did, were his motives the cynical Wall Street slash, you know, uh, deep state whatever you want to call it like the the, the the you know behind the scene industrialist actors trying to control the united states and, and and prevent some great president from doing something great or if it was really genuine concern about you know in the context of the cold war what was going to happen to our country if this guy kept doing what he was doing i don't know i can't i'm not gonna weigh in on that i'm just gonna tell you that it's it's a uh, it's tough it's very tough as someone who as, as someone who is and, and i'm also i'm just like you like i want i like the idea that i don't like the idea but it's a more interesting story if he is this sort of you know if 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 the if the more so uh, the, the more sensational stuff is true i'm just like you i want to you know but i i can't i can't find that in in evidence i can't find that in 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 the written record uh i can't find it's con uh, it's counter uh, argument either okay so uh here's the gist of chapter 15 we've already talked about that the craft of intelligence is a book you know he had help writing it almost certainly but you know it's his ideas um problems of evidence things like text can be manipulated and they're hard to trust context is um is always missing from text and, and other documents when he says we want this and we want that who's the we um these are all problems of evidence uh when we look at you know, let's say his chapter or anything else in the in the realm of uh, strategic intelligence, evidence of thoughts. We know what people write. We don't know what they say. We know, we know what they write and say. We don't know what they think. Um, evidence of events or events are in the past, so we can't know of anything in the past. We can only know the 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 echoes of it in the present. If it did happen, and you know, that's a much harder lift to be sure about the past. Um, evidence and ideas. So we have history, which is no not knowable, but somehow bounded by probability, and we have. Ideas about how the world works. 
which can be tested. Yeah, so like ideas are in the present, ideas about how the world works, we can test in the present. Um, but things, you know, beliefs about the past are, are in the past. I think I'm saying the same thing more or less twice there. And then beliefs, uh, this is an important point. Whatever you believe and whatever other people believe about the past is what's important. It's what happened in the past is important to a point, but at a certain there's a certain threshold where it's it's not that it doesn't matter it's just that it's not accessible and and the thing that is having an effect and is accessible is what people believe about the past so you can we talked about the right true fit and mixed model of the good um right is uh morally true is is it faithful to reality um rtf right true fit Fit is is whether you know whether it's true or morally right. Does it help you get what you want? And then mix is the mixture of the three. Um, the true part is there's a whole school of thought that says that it's not it doesn't even matter that only right and fit matter and blah blah blah. And anyway, uh, I'm, I'm sort of groping at that here um, in the early days of retrace. Uh, but that's that's a that's a whole thing to think about. Okay, um, problems of trust. Uh, deception and error. We've talked a lot about deception and error on retrace. Reputations can be attacked, and yet they're the basis for a lot of what we believe about the world, people's reputations, but they are totally vulnerable to it, to really ridiculously easy, easily attacked. Um, power and incentives. Uh, so basically we should... Um, the way I put it is, it seems our trust can only be placed with any shred of confidence in persons who are in a demonstrable position of power or control to know what they claim to know and have a significant incentive to share the knowledge with us or with anyone. And then on control, uh, Weizenbaum has a lot of good things to say, about uh, good, insightful things. Um, uh, how do magical systems, blah, blah, blah. I, okay, then on control. The test of power, this is my favorite. The test of power is control. The test of absolute power is certain and absolute control. you got to link those two concepts in your mind, power and control. Um, what else? What else? Uh, okay, problems of is and ought. So, you know, what's true versus what should we do? We've talked about that. and Always distinguish between the two. Good guys and bad guys. Um, there are problems of openness. Good guys give advantages away. Um, errors. Good guys can can make mistakes and do harm, and then they look like bad guys, but they're still good guys. And then there's the problem of need, or you know, the right, true, fit. Fit is 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 the correspondence there. Um, you know, does there are blood per, bloodthirsty uh, subpopulations in every generation, and sometimes you might be glad you have them if you say get attacked by Russia and you have some bad, you know, some bloodthirsty guys on your Ukrainian army team who are really good at fighting back. You know, that's a uh, it's it's that falls under the problems of is and ought. What is what's true versus what what we would like to be the case. Violence, um, the monopoly of violence combines with the ever-present threat of violence that partially recognizes society. Fear and security are perhaps preludes to all these. Yeah, violence is something to to identify in strategic intelligence. Kinds of war. You got psychological warfare, rumors, um, and then cyber warfare, probing defenses. Uh, I've got some quotes on how that's how you know what's happened with those things recently and not so recently. Um, and then problems of our capacity. The test of a first-rate intelligence is the ability to hold two opposing ideas in mind at the same time and still retain the ability to function. Fitzgerald, 1936. Okay, uh, that's retrace segment two. That was a long one. Okay, tell tell everyone um, the main points. Problems of we've identified problems of information, openness, the desire to tell people, careless leaks, and and to be told giveaways. Problems of trust, vulnerability to attacks, uh, contrived leaks and betrayals. Problems of survival, preventing a group's own destruction by its enemies 
those who would exploit information and trust problems, and by uh, and by its own, those who would do anything to solve information and trust problems, e.g. Angleton. Yeah, he was kind of nuts in a in a good bad way. Um, so here, uh, so that's the overview of the, the the kinds of problems we talk about from here on. Problems of information, careless leaks, and giveaways. Careless leaks are things that. Uh, well, I, I put it better in the. Uh, let's see here. Re, this is re three. I'll just read it. Dulles on um, giveaways of technical details. So giveaways are of technical details in the military press, government hearings, investigations, inter-service rivalries, and journalism. Um, their motivations to give and get information. And okay, careless leaks are not due to malice. That's the other thing to remember about careless leaks. Okay, um, lots of stuff on this. I'm going to just kind of skim over that. Uh, okay, re four. Um, we're talking about the so so problems of information are unintended uh and problems of trust are intentional uh again i think i said it better in the abstract here um what did i just say what are we on re4 yeah um so there, we're talking about whistleblowers press manipulators traders and enemies unintentional problems of information versus intentional problems of trust subgroup hostility whole group hostility hardening and bulwarking against both of these mice uh, money ideology compromise and ego uh compromise and ego are the ways you can compromise someone or, or get the get someone in an intelligence contest the havoc that all this stuff wreaks and the, the, the particular problem of moles inside of uh intelligence organizations that's what's in re4 and then in re5 we kind of put a bow on it and talk about why why we're reading Dulles in the first place. We're hoping to find hints from inside. We're outsiders. We're hoping to find hints from the inside. Dulles was definitely an insider, um, and we're hoping to you know we're hoping to find hints. Uh, and, and I also sort of established the idea of like so we're talking about survival problems of survival. Survival of what? Life, leisure, and legislation. I mean, the capacity to breathe and think and our uh, and pursue satisfaction. That's life. Leisure, time for doing things unrelated to fending off death. I don't know if you realize how much of that you have until you lose it. And then legislation, a symbol of representative government more broadly. The empire of laws and not men. Uh, so we don't want to, you know, that's, those are the three things that seemed most important when I looked at this. Um, and then I talked about solutions to some of these problems, uh, which I won't go into here and the recap of Dulles 15. Okay. So that is strategic intelligence. Re one through five, um, all the references that so you saw, I put the abstracts all into the re 79 notes that'll come out with this segment. Um, references, references to all these uh, notes will be in that document and you can always get to them at notes.retrace.com. And, uh, that's it. All right. Uh, this has been retrace segment 97 segment segment 79. I can't talk today. Uh, same time tomorrow, 11 PM Eastern, 8 PM Pacific might do another double header tomorrow. Maybe start at 10 PM. Uh, we'll see. But anyway, signing off. <laughs>